So here we are, six months in, halfway through, and what a wild ride 2020 has been so far. But that's not to say that the rest of 2020 has to be written off. And in fact, I want you to begin really and truly actively thinking about the rest of your 2020 and how you can make the next six months be absolutely amazing for you and your horse. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson, and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast. The podcast for equestrians all over the world and whether you've been grounded due to COVID or whether you have been still riding all the way through, I feel that it's really important to understand that while we're always talking about the conversation between riders and their horses, as a rider, the conversation begins in your head with what you're saying to yourself. So even if you've been grounded and even if you have not been riding, you can actually work on improving your riding, maybe not physically, but definitely how you're showing up emotionally and mentally. And we're going to be chatting a little bit more about that later. Um, But you can improve that while you're off your horse and while you're not with your horse. But knowing that the world is beginning to open back up again and whether this is a... Uh, full steam ahead where all systems go or whether this is a hurry up and wait because we're going to be shut down again you know there are whispers there are whispers 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 everywhere that this might be the indeed the situation and we're being primed aren't we for um, a second outbreak But um, what I want you to do is to begin thinking about the coming six months and what you can do to make it the best one yet and I feel that right now you have this opportunity okay because of this huge shift, this huge change, this huge pattern interrupt that we've all gone through, okay, and that it it has affected everybody. Nobody has been unaffected by this, okay? But because of that, you can begin to get a little bit more clear and a little bit more specific about how you want your riding to look and feel going forward. Because the big thing that I've realized personally, and then also from speaking with other riders, the big thing that seems to kind of have come out of this as a positive, as a plus point, is that we are all a lot more clear on what our priorities are. Okay, what is important? What do we value? And you yourself, what what do you value? Things that maybe were just becoming habits, okay? And that can happen a lot. And we think that they are really important. But meanwhile, it's just because it's always been done that way. And that's because why it's done that way. And it's because, and it's because, and it's because. That has been pushed aside now. And now we've actually gotten really clear on what has to be done, what needs to be done, what we want to do, what's important to us. And all those different things are going to help you going forward. And if you don't take this opportunity that you have right now, oh, you're really, really letting it slide and you're missing something great. You have the potential now to change everything for you and your horse going forward from here in order to come back stronger and to make it better and whether better is better scores and and better results while you're out competing or whether better is that you and your horse forge a stronger relationship and a better bond it doesn't matter what better to me and I feel that better to everybody is that it's more fun it's more enjoyable and you really want to spend more time doing it okay so that is where I want you to begin thinking about the next six months in your riding now six months well, it can look like an awfully long time. And a lot can change in six months. Hey, this <laughs> the six months we've just had just proved that, didn't it? But what I want you to do is break it into two 12-week cycles. And yes, I do realize that six months is 30 or 26 weeks, not 24 weeks, but just bear with me. Take a week off for Christmas and a week for Thanksgiving if you want, okay? But Break it into two 12-week cycles, okay? And from there, get really, really specific on the outcome. 
What I've noticed, riders who are really making a difference and getting ahead in their riding, what they are doing differently than other riders is that they are consistent in their focus and in their actions, okay? They know what they want, they've they've set something out, and it's something that they, they it's like, it's tangible, it's not wishy-washy, I want to be better, okay? That can be anything, <laughs> you know better is it's all relative hey whereas I want to have clean flying changes there we go that's tangible that's something that we can measure we can have a look at that and say yes your flying changes are clean or no look a bit of a speed wobble there a little bit of a disunited going on okay or whatever the case is um but you need to choose something or well, you don't need to but I'm suggesting you do choose something and then work towards it for the 12 weeks okay 12 weeks is nice with horses because in that 12 weeks, you have this potential to really and truly strengthen and develop your horse physically, mentally, and emotionally, okay? So you've got this, it's enough of a time frame to see a, a big difference, okay? You can really and truly do a lot in 12 weeks. And I feel that you as a rider as well, 12 weeks is also enough time to really and truly see huge shifts in not only physically your body and how you're doing things, okay? And I want you to be aware of this. If you're focusing all your attention on conditioning and exercising and suppling and developing your horse, and meanwhile, you're sitting on the couch every night drinking Coca-Cola and eating Doritos, there might be a bit of an issue there, eh? You know, you know, you're going to cap it. So I want you to think about that, how 12 weeks, um, and if you go all in for the 12 weeks, you can make a huge difference, okay? So what do you want to make happen? From there, I want you to begin thinking about what you can do differently, because if you're going to just do the same thing that you've been doing, okay, and whether it be pre-COVID-19 or post-COVID-19, what you've been doing up to now is not going to get you the different results you're looking for after the 12 weeks, okay? You're going to have to change something. For some riders, this can be revisiting the basics and tweaking. You know, you have to be modifying your basics all the time. A good example of this is the posting. So think about posting in the trot, rising trot. The very first time you ever learned to post, you know, you know that moment where it's like it clicks and you're like, well, hey, this is so easy. Why could I not do this? This is so, and, now, and, and you can't ever undo it. Once you've got it, you've got it, okay? It's like, it's like being able to move with your horse in the canter, the rolling in the canter. Once you've got it, you've got it. You can't go back to not having it because now you have it, okay? But I want you to think about your posting, that very first time you ever learned to post and that, that feeling of elation when your bum did not get bounced out of the saddle, okay? And you thought, yes, I've got it. Your posting then and your posting now, I'm hoping, look very different because you've refined it. And all of your basics have to be refined, okay? You have to revisit them and you're refining them constantly. And again, it's a case of what got you here is not going to get you there, okay? So you're refining your basics over and over and over again as you go through it with um, your, in your riding and as you develop as a rider and just make progress as a rider, okay? So what can you do differently? Now, very often it comes down to thinking, our our thoughts and our beliefs. What can you think differently? What can you do that you could maybe believe um, that that maybe it's not serving you anymore and you need to believe something different? I'll give you a good example. Recently, I have been working privately with a rider and she was having a certain issue 
and we were trying to overcome it and we were chatting about it and we were working together and we were doing a lot of um kind of videos and training on it and everything and i i was saying to her you know i I really feel that lunging I, i personally felt that lunging was going to be the key to overcoming this this challenge and I said, are you, are you lunging? And she's like, yes, 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 I'm lunging, I'm lunging, I'm lunging. And I obviously have created quite a few trainings on lunging. So I'm saying, are you using the trainings? No, she's using them. And I'm thinking, gosh, this is strange. This is, I was really, I was kind of flabbergasted at this point. So I said to her, okay, can you get a video of you lunging for me? So as I can have a look, there must be something going on there that I'm missing, um, you know, that I can refine things a little bit here and, and change things up and get a better result for you and for everybody else. Obviously, use that information to create it better for everybody else. So she very graciously came back with the video, shared it with me, and she was lunging without a lunge line. <laughs> now, her belief was that if she used a lunge line while she was lunging, she was going to inhibit or kind of work against her horse's natural abilities and it was going to restrict her horse it was going to place a certain level of restriction onto her horse okay now that's not true okay when you use your lunge line correctly it is actually going to do the opposite you're going to enhance how things are working with your horse okay but anyway long story short once I pointed this out to her I said but but in the trainings I said you you couldn't have been following my trainings she said no no I was I was just I wasn't using that part Hmm. Okay. This is a good example of doing things the same way and expecting a different result. Once I, first of all, began to show her. So first, the the, the whole thing about overcoming a belief for that is to try and find evidence against it and actively look for evidence of something else. And I, I feel that rather than looking for evidence that your way doesn't work, I'm going to suggest you find evidence of an alternative okay don't look for things that don't work look for evidence of an alternative way okay so in this case I actually put her in touch with some riders who also had similar kind of thoughts about lunging at that point um, and who had um, tried my methods and the methods that I I'm not saying they're my methods I'm not saying they're magic methods okay this is just lunging there we go lunging 101 but um, that began to try these and began to work with this with their horse and how it positively impacted the whole conversation between the horse and rider and then from there once she spoke with those riders and she got in touch with them and she and she it almost kind of allowed her to see things it was a shift that happened and this is where I want to bring you to once the shift occurred in her beliefs and in her thoughts she began to feel differently about it she began to feel a little bit more like oh in this case it was an openness it was an openness to trying things a little bit differently which she did so Thinking differently caused her to feel differently, which caused her to take different actions, which caused the whole situation to change, positively, I might add. Um, And it was wonderful. It was brilliant. And she kind of said, I don't know why I didn't do it this way from the start. And I said, it's okay. It's it's just something that I feel it's a valuable um, kind of a a reminder for all of us that very often it's the, the really basic thing in front of us that we're not willing to change or we're not willing to let go of that's actually holding us back. So I'll tell you this story to kind of, it it was also for me as well, when I, when I think about it and when I began reflecting on how maybe there's things in my life that I'm doing the same with in my riding and just in day-to-day life as well, um, that, that, 
that's causing the same results where I want different results. I actually want the, the outcome to change, but yet I'm, I'm, I continue to approach it from the one thought set or the one belief set or the one pattern that I've ingrained in my head. Um, and how it had to change up. And the reason I'm telling you this now is because of COVID, everything has already changed, which means that you have this perfect opportunity right now to begin doing things differently, okay? Just find one element and change. I I do not suggest, by the way, changing everything because then you won't know what worked. But find one or two elements that you maybe potentially have been closed about or, or you were not open to before and tweaking them, changing it, trying something different, okay? And then from there, being able to really ascertain if that worked or not regarding your results. And again, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of give you 12 weeks. That's what I would lay out. If we're working together, I would say take 12 weeks and let's work through those 12 weeks together. Okay. The final thing is going to be then creating a plan for the 12 weeks. So once you know what you're going to change, once you know the results you're looking for is to begin creating the plan for the 12 weeks. And this is where many writers, they feel a little bit stuck in the trenches. I don't know what to do every day. Oh, and it can be a toughie. And if that's you, I've got you covered. So I've got a new, it's brand new. I've never thought this before. Upcoming training. I would love for you to join me there. And what we're going to be doing is planning out a month of riding in one hour. I want you to join me there for this training. Um, You can pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash training and you can sign up and reserve your seat there. Um, It is going to just help you to actually like come with your pen and paper eh? and we're going to sit down and you will be able to plan out the month of writing. But before you've homework to do, you need to first of all, decide on something you want decide what you want differently or decide what you want to improve or refine or whatever the case is use a word a good word okay Uh, use the word and then from there I want you to begin um, thinking about maybe a, a tweak that you can make or an adjustment you can make in your approach and you know the tweak it's the one that you've most resistance to okay it's the one that when you say no I don't want to do it that way obviously now within reason I don't suggest going out and doing anything horrible to your horse or nasty or something that completely goes against all your personal values and basically your your personal integrity okay you don't want to do anything like that but um it's usually the one that you just find no no I don't want to do that that might be the one that might be the one to lean into but then from there bring that with you to this live training as I said, coming up in July um, and we can work with it. We'll get that month of riding planned out for you in the hour. Okay, have a great one. Keep well and I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.